one. Welcome to In Our Own Defense podcast. We're your hosts, attorney A.D. Winters, founder and managing attorney of VeteransDefender.com, and Dr. Dolores Tarver, licensed psychologist. For more information about our podcast, just find us at Instagram at In Our Own Defense or via email at in our own defense at gmail.com in our own defense podcast our mission is pretty simple uh, we want to share truths and create dialogue while increasing listeners awareness to mental health concerns while we discuss a wide range of topics including but not limited to cultural social political environmental and mental health issues uh, this is designed to create a platform for useful and realistic action plans to make and encourage wellness and goal attainment. Um, as a disclaimer, um, this website, this information that we put out uh, does not constitute a attorney-client relationship, uh, does not constitute legal advice, uh, and it's here really for general informational purposes only. Dr. Tarver? Yes, this information is also to be used as a sub- supplement for, not a substitute for any therapy or other services provided by a qualified healthcare professional. All right. Thank you, Dr. Tarver. Um, just to give you a little bit about our background, uh, Dr. Tarver um, uh, graduated from Xavier University in New Orleans uh, with a bachelor's degree, and then she got her master's degree and her PhD from uh, University of Nebraska-Lincoln. She's a, a licensed psychologist. Uh, she's the talent of this podcast, and she'll do all of the heavy lifting. I'll just ask uh, probing questions that I'm Oftentimes hearing people have these discussions on social media and in in person with friends. Um, This is part of our four-part series uh, that we're talking about um, the COVID-19 and how the coronavirus has had a significant impact on each and and every one of our lives. Uh, This is part two of that four-part series. And here uh, we're discussing uh, what parents are doing to navigate this new normal from a safety and security standpoint and how is the family reacting to this recent reports are coming out and they're saying that there's an intake an increase in domestic violence so dr tarver uh we'll we'll get right into it how can families uh, work together to reduce uh, stress and develop coping strategies and team building through this uh, shelter in place this new normal if you will That's a great question, but let me just clarify something first. Um, So there's a difference between domestic violence or or intimate partner violence and and frustrations that are that are coming out of this experience. Mm -hmm. So I want to go ahead and differentiate between those two because we're talking about two dynamics and they need to be handled very differently. If you are in a situation where a a current partner or a former partner um, is is physically abusive to you in any way, um, pushing, hitting, kicking you, choking you, verbal abuse where they're using harsh words to criticize or demean you um, or say things that will decrease your confidence in yourself, uh, sexually abusing you and making you do anything that feels uncomfortable to you, forcing you to do things that that are outside of what you would typically like to do, um, withholding resources from you in any way, financially or or attention, um, spiritually forcing you to do things that are uncomfortable or or stalking you in any way. That, That is not what we're talking about here. Um, That is a situation I would definitely encourage you to get out of if you need to contact a local shelter or your local domestic violence center in your in your town or contact the National Domestic Violence Hotline 
I don't encourage anyone to be in those situations. That is harmful for you. And if there are children present, definitely harmful for, for them as well. And that's 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 a great distinguishing uh, factor there is to, to uh, clear the air because domestic violence is different from uh, people having natural stress uh, to cope with all of this new normal that has been thrust upon us now. Since we've distinguished between domestic violence and um, uh, stressors or challenges that, that the partners may feel, or when there was challenges in, in the relationship prior to uh, COVID-19, and now that people are in the house together, how, what are some, some easings that can be put in place in order to reduce these stresses? People are relearning each other or being with each other, you know, 20 hours a day, uh, yes. waking hours. How do you... What are some of the coping mechanisms that we can put in place for that? Now, I read in, you know, there is an NPR article and a New York Times article sent showing that worldwide that domestic violence uh, is soaring. Now, if we're not talking about uh, these, this essentially in-house terrorism of right. domestic violence and this domestic abuse, whether it's mental, emotional, financial, as you, you've enumerated, um, when, if we know that's soaring, then, you know, my logic tells me that the normal stressors uh, are soaring as well. Tensions are high in the home. What are some ways to reduce that, take some of that air out of the room, take some of that thickness out of the communication? What are, what are some ways that we can work through that or we can offer to the listeners? Absolutely. So you are right. Whatever problems were present before COVID-19, they are just going to be magnified during this time when we are more stressed we may have more limited resources to deal with things and we are not able to get away from each other and, and have those those breaks and distract ourselves. Um, so, so first up, I, I like to talk to people about identifying triggers. So what is causing the frustration? Is the frustration being caused by changes in our finances? Is it being caused by trying to manage the kids, um, doing their schoolwork as well as working from home? Are we trying to manage one person lost a job? Uh, do we have less food? So identifying whatever it is that is causing us to be more frustrated because once we know that then we can we can problem solve and, and put a plan in place how can we can manage the finances i know we'll be talking about that on another episode um we also want to just stop escalating so anybody in a couple can stop an escalation uh at any time during the the um discussion so I, I tell people to use um, a safe word and it, and it needs to be something that that is going to draw your attention, not something you would use in everyday conversation, per se, in that same way. Um, so if that's going to be um, sweet potato cobbler or um, jogger, <laughs> right, Any, something that right, like it'll make you laugh or to just catch you off guard. and You'd be like, what? But then that's my cue. Like we're escalating. We're going to a whole nother level and, and we get to a point where it's kind of hard for us to come back from that. So if we can stop ourselves before we escalate to that point, um, then that, that safe word often can be a preventative technique. I think we also have to just manage our expectations. Look, I don't fold the towels mm. like you fold the towels. Um, I'm not gonna fold the towels like you fold the towels, but I am helping you by folding them. And so you're not used to me being here. I'm not used to being here, but I'm trying to help and support you because you have all these tasks to do. So if you ask me to help, then let me help. The towels are folded. And so I need to manage my expectations around that they will be folded in the way that I want them to be. 
Um, I, that's I, absolutely <laughs> fascinating. No, and I, and I want I'm gonna put a pin there because I'm gonna come back to that. Okay. Tiles. I like that. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Um, I, I think that it's important that we kind of do a little bit of reality checking too with ourselves. Like, am I frustrated about something else that has nothing to do with you as my partner? Am I upset about a job situation? Am I upset about my mom um, who refuses to stay in the house um, and constantly keeps going to the store and I'm worried about her safety? So if I reality check and kind of figure out, okay, am I just frustrated? It has nothing to do with my partner. Then I can resolve that by possibly um, talking to my partner or are there some needs that I'm not getting met so maybe I feel like my partner is at home now and, and I should be getting attention but my partner actually feels like when they're at work they're at work even if they're working from home and so we just have a little bit of a miscommunication about that so just explaining what your needs are to a partner and not trying to have them fortune tell and know what's going on in your mind or mind read for you that's fascinating because sir you're saying if if someone is 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 uh, if one partner is there folding all of the clothes, making dinner, mopping the floor with the foot, making sure the bathroom's clean, right. and the other partner's <laughs> like laying there drinking a beer on the patio mm -hmm. in, a, in a hammock, uh, does is it best that that partner who's doing that workload uh, maybe go out and say, hey, partner, um, while that hammock is great, uh, if you do you think you could come in and help me with specifically this task? clean the bathroom and take out the trash. I'll finish this other stuff. Is, is there a way to be very clear and articulate? Yes, that person should know to come and help. But is it a way that you say, hey, listen, I'd like you to help me do this, this, this. Is the, how, how do you recommend we go about that, that the team goes about and, uh, working on that? That's a, just a, a great point um, about is how we can ask someone. Tone is important. All of us are different in how we communicate things through our nonverbals, but nonverbals say just as much as verbals say. Um, so if I'm frustrated and upset and I come to you and I'm like, you should know to come in here and help, right? So that's not gonna go real well. Um, but, it, but if I come to you much in the way that, that you did, you have this very calming voice, much in the way that you did and say, hey, um, when you get finished uh, with the hammock, if you will come inside, I could really use your help with and lay those things out do do not think that a person should know anything oh they should know i need help oh they should know the dishes need to be washed oh they don't make that assumption particularly during this time because again all of us are dealing with stress in our own ways and some of us deal with stress through avoidance like we just kind of check out we need to break away from things so i'm looking but i'm not really paying attention so if you cue me back in if you bring me back in you give me a specific set of things to do, then I can support you. And then you're not frustrated with me for not knowing what you needed, but you never asked me. That's fascinating. And and I and I can appreciate that. The and I know in this podcast we we've distinguished between um, stressors that are coming out, uh, you know, issues that fam uh, families and partners may just naturally have with the small issues, and they get escalated and escalated into kind of heated debate or argument. Um, and we've, we've clearly distinguished the line between that and the domestic abuse, domestic and home terrorism uh, that we referred to, um, that I referred to earlier. If we're looking at some of these global stats, United Nations uh, Secretary General um, has laid out some, some telling stats where he laid out how um, Google is reporting a 75% increase in online searches for help with domestic violence. Um, the 
domestic violence in South Africa during this lock, the first week of lockdown was 90,000 reports of violence against women. Um, the Voice of America um, laid out some rates saying that they had surged in France and South, A- South Africa uh, and that the, you know, women are not feeling safe in their own home. Australia government gave, um, has promised 91 million to address um, domestic violence in its COVID-19 response plan. Um, while this has, has, um, has seen this drastic intake, and we've laid out some, um, the number, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is 1-800-799-7233, or just Google National Domestic Violence Hotline, that's 1-800-799-7233. Um, one of the good news stories out of all of this is um, the the effort that you know the the pop culture is doing um, domestic violence.